Yes, I called Cody yesterday and I cried because I was just depressed about, because we were talking about something else and then she was reading something while we were talking on the phone about somebody being killed. Yeah, it happened to mm-hmm. And so I caught her back like, was this what you were reading? And she was like, no, I didn't even hear about that. And then it just made me sad because I feel like, well, two things. I can't really confide in Chia the way I want to. And it's only just because it's kind of like, you know, when you have, you want to talk about your period, you want to talk to other girls about your period because they have periods, you know what I mean? And so for me, it's not that Chia doesn't have empathy, but he just doesn't get it. And he's like adjacent to it. And I told her, I liken it to like, when you hear about something happening in another country, right? It's sad. Like there's wars, there's children starving in Africa right now and other countries and India and other places. There's poverty on a whole nother (laughs) level that a lot of us haven't even experienced, right? But it's so sad. We're like, oh, that's sad. And then we might donate money and go on about our lives, but it doesn't impact us to in a way where we're, it's heavy on our hearts every day and it's really impacting like how we move in this country. I feel like that's how it is with Chia. Like it's sad, but it doesn't impact how he moves. It's not heavy on his heart every single day. Like he can go to a march or he can, you know, show up for something, a rally, whatever, but the way he wakes up and exists in this world, like he doesn't have the same fears that I have when he gets pulled over by the police. He's just like, I've seen him be pulled over by the police so many times and not get a ticket for something that he did. Do you know what I mean? Like one time the police officer put him in the passenger side of the police vehicle and let him watch a video of him following somebody too close and then gave him a warning. Do you know what well, I mean? Like yes. he just doesn't live in this world the same way yes. we do. But, so. I also, before too, but I also I think- yeah. What you're saying, right, is is specific to him and he's not here to say how he feels. But um, it it's also a matter of like all of us are processing stuff differently. For sure. Right. And and allowing and and you're saying like the way it, it you move in the world is impacted. And I totally agree. I mean, I would say any of us probably agrees with that statement, but yeah. it still might show up differently yeah. in how we, well, I have to get through this day, so I'm going to yeah. X, Y, Z, right? Yeah. Um, and so we do have to be mindful. I, I, I think too, I hear what you're saying is like, it's hard in your own house to feel like y'all don't have the exact same emotions about this. But I think- when I hear you say that, it's like same with Tommy and he a black man. And it's not because he doesn't feel it the way he shows up, the way he shows it, the way it impacts him, the way he chooses to or not to let it like mm-hmm. stay with him the rest of the day is just different. So what yeah. I'm saying is I relate, but I think yeah. that, um, or maybe do he doesn't to express mindful. it to you that, um, the way it, it impacts him. I mean, I'm only using Chia as an example because I think about that when I think about real change happening. And I feel like a lot of white people have that experience where, if we really expect for things to change, I'm just trying to think about how that's really going to happen when the people in power, it's not sitting with them the same way that it does us. And that's more so my issue is that- Girl, same with gun violence. And then there's all kind of kids dying through that. Yeah. And and adults. Yeah. And I mean, this is obviously a gun-related incident, but I mean mm-hmm. gun violence, these mass shootings, right? Like, right. I, I, unfortunately, this is just all a helpless conversation, in my opinion, because it feels like what you're saying, I don't, as a person who is as impacted as you, right? It's just mm-hmm. like to see black women, black mothers and fathers like dying to protect their children and our children dying at the hands of 
racists. Yeah. It feels like, what are we supposed to do? That's what I was about to say. It's like, <laughs> what, what are we supposed to say? The same thing over and over. But I also feel like men have a different way of expressing themselves. Mm-hmm. Like Tommy's not not feeling away. Right. It's probably deep. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Probably go to yeah. sleep thinking like, what the hell? And having little black boys. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like men just express themselves differently, but they know, you know, I, I do feel like yeah. I get, I totally understand where you're coming from with the Chia conversation. I can, I yeah. can see that, but I don't think that it's like, what, what would you want him to say or do? You well, know? Nothing. And that's the yeah. thing. It's not a, it's not a, a not towards him. It's yeah. more of a okay, personal okay. thing where I, it's hard for me to let my guard down or confide in someone that I know is not being affected the same way I do mm. because he will comfort me, but then it annoys me only because mm. it's like, he doesn't have to li- be a part of this. He could marry someone white and then it really would never affect his life. Really? Do you know what I mean? And so I think that's more so the thing is that it's, it's like a choice. Like he's choosing to be a part of this world and I don't get a choice to, to step out of it and just like not be burdened by racism. It's not a burden to his life. But People I don't think- even realize that he ain't white half the time. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially at his job. They're like, oh, you're not white, Chia? Like, he gets white privilege because people assume that he's white. But what about the girls? Right. Like, how does that, you know? Girl, that's what I'm trying to tell you. I think that people assume because you're in interracial relationships that then the person who has half-black children has a a deeper understanding of racism. Mm -hmm. And maybe in a way, Mm -hmm. they do. Maybe more so if they have sons. Maybe more so the way the children come out looking, right? Where they're like, oh, my kid really looks black. Like, I really need to worry about them. Mm -hmm. Sometimes Chia... And we could bring him on. He'll tell you. You know what I mean? I don't think that he worries about them in that way because of how they look. Mm -hmm. That's just the truth. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't think that he's like, they don't look like me. If they did, I think he would be like, oh, shoot. Like, my daughters are really going to have like a black experience. People don't even realize that they're black half the time. Mm -hmm. So... If I'm not around, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, she went somewhere with a mirror and they thought that that was their mama. (laughs) <laughs> that the kids were Amira's children. They're like, oh, your children are so beautiful. <laughs> like, she no. like, what? You she said, me. she said, thank you. <laughs> She's childish. <laughs> but I'm just saying that he doesn't fully grasp it sometimes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not until he's with his black friends where he sees it firsthand and he's like, oh man, yeah. like this is real. And then when he's not, it's just, it's not on his forefront. Yeah. It's just, that's just the, you know, the reality, the reality of our of life. It, yeah. yeah, for sure. No, I, hear, I hear you. And I think that makes it harder for me sometimes because I feel like I'm the only black person in my house. <laughs> and then like, I'm the only one experiencing this, this deeply. Mm-hmm. I remember like when Trayvon Martin got killed, like I watched every single day of that trial, every single day I was zeroed in. I think that's the first time I had my heart really broken. Mm-hmm. Like when the verdict yeah. came mm-hmm. and it just, deeply traumatized me and Chia was not feeling it the way I was. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? He wasn't devastated the way I was. And that is when I also had a clear understanding that like, this is like watching something in another country for him. Like this is sad, Mm -hmm. but he can just move past it so quickly. And that just like messed me up for like four years. I was like in a really deep depression about that stuff. Mm. Um, and I think that's how I feel now. And I'm sure that's how a lot of people feel. You just see it every single day. It's so heavy. And then you move on and you have happy moments with your friends. You go out dancing and you do these great things. But then we can be out dancing at the club, turn on our phone. Oh, someone else got killed. Literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like I can never fully move yep. on. 
It's like always like right. You can't, you can't get a break. Yeah. I don't know. No. Yeah. But that's a, like, it, there's this level of, it's sad to say, but like, it's equally impactful. And then we're also like becoming desensitized. It's like every time. Yeah. It's like, oh, another, another shooting, another shooting. Yet you walk around your day feeling this heavy mm-hmm. sense of energy. And you're like, what is that? Yeah, oh, it's because I'm carrying the weight of this trauma, mm-hmm. this social trauma that I exist in, mm-hmm. that my children have to grow up in. Mm-hmm. And you know that's a hard thing to process. And, yeah, it's like and a spiritual then, weight. And then yeah. it's like, okay, so what can be done? And it feels like nothing, right? Yeah. You're like, we're carrying it. We want to fix it, right? But Do we just wait till all the racists die? It. Is this what <laughs> yeah. we're waiting for? Girl, no, because they're raising their kids to be well, racist. That's what I'm yeah. saying, like, it's yeah. just. Do you guys feel like it's going to get better or do you feel like it's going to get well? Like, do you feel like this? Because I feel like this new generation that's coming up is very progressive. Mm -hmm. They're very Mm -hmm. we love, we accept everything is as it is. It's not as it was. And I feel like there's something really great about that. And so I'm just kind of hoping that in some some positive way that like. You know, this new generation is going to be like, yeah, we don't tolerate this racist shit no more. Like, that shit is very yeah. baby boomers. I think we're not doing that. somebody that. Wait, was I? I don't know. If Ashley I was squinting. To y'all, but I was saying, <laughs> I was squinting, like, side eyeing. Like, I'm looking forward to uh, these like old, old, old racist people to just uh, roll on over and cross on over <laughs> so that the newer generation, like you say, can just okay, be like, we Ashley's don't believe making, in that, actually. You yeah, know, yeah. Ashley's but, making yeah. a lot of faces, but I just want to co sign before we move on to Ashley because. For me, it's like the only effort that I know to do is to focus on the children. And I mean, focus on the children, like pour into them, but also like whatever I can do to impact the school and like what the what my children's classmates are seeing and understanding mm-hmm. yeah, about sure. different cultures, et cetera. Okay, Ashley, what you got? No, I, I, you know, I don't need to talk. <laughs> I'm just like that. That's really cute for you guys that you believe oh, that. Lord. That's cute for y'all. We don't, but we're a hopeful, right? Yeah, I'm just hoping. I don't. Me know. too. I'm like I I, I'm here. choosing to. I'm choosing to to be hopeful. You know, I won't be here, but I am choosing to be hopeful. I really. Yeah. I, I mean, that's all you can do because what's the alternative? Right. Yeah. You know, to be the, real with yourself. And I then mean, what? Yeah, we're real. And then we're what? living in what the does real that right look now. Like? Be real. The and world that we live in. I think you find joy. In the pockets that you can, you teach your children to find joy. You teach your children to be progressive. You show up in their schools, like you guys are saying. You do programming and everything you can to try to really influence and make a mark on young children. But also realizing that this is like, I just think it's a life cycle. That it's always been this way. And yes, things get a little bit better for sure. I'm sure there's people that are way older than us that would be like, okay, this is better than, you know, Jim Crow and things that existed. But then sometimes it's like, because... It's to me, it's always just like another form of it. Do you know what I mean? Like my mom, I remember she was like, when we went to a Black Lives Matter protest and she was like, you know, she was like, this is really beautiful that it's me, you and Amir, three generations. She was like, it's also very sad because my granddaughter is protesting. And when I was protesting, I thought that I'm I was protesting. So she doesn't have to. Yeah, so that my daughter didn't have to. And now my granddaughter's here protesting. And mm-hmm. so she was like, you know, it just seems like it just comes back around. Like mm-hmm. we have a little bit of change, then it comes back around. And so sometimes I feel like when you think about the world and how it began and how it is and how different it is even in other countries, like how bad it is in some areas, like things that we just don't think about. It, it, to me, sometimes it feels like silly to even think that things are going to really be better knowing like that how other people live, if that makes sense. So I don't know. I just feel like I don't find joy 
I'm believing that it may get better. I think I find joy in in just trying to find joy, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like you just don't have faith in humanity in general? Sometimes. Yeah, I would like to. I have faith in us and I have faith in people that I know that I really see. But do I have faith in the government? No, I think that's what it is. It's not even really overall just like humanity, more so like how our worlds are ran and how it's so far beyond our own comprehension and all the things that happen with laws and stuff that we just don't even know about. I just feel like we're like living in la la land intentionally and things are happening around us that continue to keep this cycle happening that we're not even a part of. And that's really the deeper issue. Black Beyond Measure honors and elevates Black creators, artists, entrepreneurs, and others in the Black community. Target holds the community front and center, supporting their products, ambitions, and efforts, and people behind them, encouraging them to thrive. Booyah! And look, we know that the world is stressful. We know that motherhood is at least five jobs rolled into one title, plus the other jobs that you need to do. That's why it's important to find those little moments, to embrace the soft life, and find that inner glow. And that can look different for everyone, too. Maybe it's journaling, listening to your favorite song, or sitting outside in the garden and taking in the sunset. For me, it's taking five minutes in my car with my favorite cup of coffee and just being. It looks different every day, but those intentional moments of self-care allow me to show up every day for myself and for my family. And showing up is why we come here and do the podcast. Connecting with other mamas, aunties, and even grandmamas on their parenting journey has poured into all of us. We love how uplifting our Mama's Den community is and how you help feed our outer glow. Community support is everything, and Target understands what it means to invest, uplift, and celebrate community. Learn more at Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure. I feel sad for people that live specifically black people that live like in areas like Florida where they have stand your ground because I'm sure it's even heavier for them Yeah, to just exist, to walk around, to feel like, what do I do with this energy? They don't, they might not want to protect themselves. You know what I mean? In the sense of like, we always joke about protecting our children and I'm going to run up on somebody if they say something to my kids, but like, that's what you the lady that in Florida. No, but that's yeah. what the lady did. Someone hit her child. She had a different no, reality. They took, they took, the, they took her property. child's iPad. Yeah, and dudes at her kid, and she can't. And that, she basically baited her to come over for because. sure. But it's like, just imagine the feeling of that. So being so like that's a rage that probably lives inside of people when you feel like your power is taken from you and people can do whatever they want to me. And I can't even say or do anything because I could get killed. That sounds like what was happening during Jim Crow during slavery. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like black people being so fearful and silence and having to let white people spit on them and do all this stuff to them because they knew if they said something that they would die. That, that feeling is like, that's what I'm talking about when I'm like, it's just, it's still here. Yeah. It just looks different. different. Yeah. And we talk about our ancestors like, I would have never, I would have fought the master. I would have, you know, people always saying, I would have never been a slave. Really? Because we're all doing it now. We just kind of like sit back passively and let the shit happen. I mean, I don't even know what we're supposed to do to change it. Go to rallies, you do all this stuff, but it's like, it's so much bigger than us. And knowing that is can be drowning at times. For sure. Just got to get your corner of the world. Yeah, until so somebody like, runs in it. Yeah, but I feel like, Like, for instance, what I'm doing right now at Mindful Fee and started the nonprofit entity is like, Mm -hmm. okay, I feel like if I create this programming for moms, 
and give them a healthy moment of escape, whether right. it's mental health, yep. their well-being, or creating different experiences. Because the world is fucked up at the end of the day. Right. But if I can create programming in these environments, mm-hmm. you know, to help them feel a little bit lighter in these moments for like a day or Absolutely. whatever, and the kids, you know, I'm like, I feel like that's my little corner of the world, you know? So oh, I love perfect. that. Yeah. And it's like, and not saying somebody not going to run up, but I'm like, but the whole thing is just like, how do we help you to escape without it being like alcoholism For sure. or, you know, substance abuse? Like, why can't it just be a little... Y'all don't know, just like a fucking safe bubble for a second. No, you know? it's beautiful. But I think all of us do that in a way, like even just your content on Instagram, when you're sharing fee about your experiences, when I really started like tuning into your page, it was, you were going through your journey of openly speaking about depression, postpartum depression, and all the things you were doing, working out and all these vitamins you were taking and really taking that serious I think that to me is like revolutionary work right because you're mm-hmm. sharing and using your platform mm-hmm. to teach about healing and working on yourself same thing with you Mel when you were sharing about your postpartum journey and talking about motherhood and that's like revolutionary work because you're using your audience to teach them about mental health and really taking you know like your life serious and Cody, you spend your life creating content about black joy and showing mm-hmm. black people being happy and being in love. And it's combating all of the other negative energy that's out there towards black people. So I do feel like us doing that and me having my beautiful me campaign, going into schools, talking to kids. I think that's the piece of advice I would give anybody. Mm-hmm. Look at that's, you. There's a positive. Come on, you bringing it back. Come on, she Catherine. said, you have she said humanity. humanity is lost, but <laughs> it is. do <laughs> the work. Things, two things can exist at the same time. We could live yes, in a shithole, dumpster fire of a world. <laughs> yes. But I think teaching women, mothers, fathers, humans, however you identify yourself, to create that joy, that that's the key. Find a way to create joy mm-hmm. Whether it's just being there for your neighbor, mm-hmm. cooking them a yeah. meal, you know what I mean? Babysitting somebody's kids. You can really make a significant change doing little things every day and just really having that human to human connection and sharing your heart with somebody and helping them in in a smallest way. I think that's a good way to not feel helpless. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you 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 can you can't control everything. So you just have to work with what you can control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's your own ethos. It's mm-hmm. your own environment. Those are your own connections, your own relationships in your own communities. But it also while we're on that, like trying to make sure I mean this before I say it. So I might, I might dial it back, but like also just like, remember to just protect your mental health. Mm-hmm. Cause you don't have to start nothing. You don't have to start sharing on Instagram. Oh, you sure. don't have to start no, no, no. beautiful me books. Like, no, let me and, do that. And sometimes it can feel selfish though. It can feel like I'm supposed to be doing something to help others. I'm supposed to be whatever. But Did like, you get up today? <laughs> Did you get it through? Is everybody making it through the day alive in your house? And you, you checked all the best boxes you could today. You're doing enough. Yeah. I just think that like we do, we have a, first you have a responsibility to yourself to be well. That is the first thing. You can't help nobody if you are not helping yourself. Amen. That's just the truth on on a micro level. And then, yeah, you can decide where it is that you want to go and not, it's not everybody's job. No. Like, don't get me wrong. Like for as much as I feel like I do or don't do, there's somebody out there that's doing way more. Mm -hmm. There is somebody out there in, in Congress right now. You know what I mean? So everybody's journey, everybody's fight, everybody's, you know, contribution is different. It all can coexist. 
And each of the things, too, that you mentioned, Ashley, like we all started from a place of like our own lack. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so it was like almost a compulsion. It wasn't like any of us. I mean, maybe. But sat down and was like, this is my new business idea. Nah. Right? Right. It was no. like, <laughs> I'm struggling and I got to mm-hmm. figure out how not to struggle. So yeah. let me. So let me talk about it online. Right. <laughs> <laughs> let me create something. So I see other people struggle yeah. with me. Yeah. No, but I mean, listen, I would even venture to say I I would die on this hill that I feel like the everyday people are far more important than people in Congress, too, because I feel like the interactions that we have, we are the people. Listen, yes, just wake up and care about yourself. But also, you know, I learned this from my mama, too. You're going to have to cry through it sometimes. We do have to take on a community responsibility if we really want to see change. And so showing up to your kid's school, you know what I mean? Come, just say you want to come read. Mm-hmm. Bring some books that they don't have at the school and mm-hmm. read them some books about love, diversity, inclusion. Like th- those are significant changes yeah. that you can make that are important. And I think people think about when they think about change, like, well, I'm not in government or I'm not going to DC and doing all of this politicking. But like, no, go to your kid's school. Yeah. Yeah. Show up there. Volunteer somewhere. It, yeah. It's so interesting whenever we do think about helping other people, it's always so grand. Yep. Like it's like, but it's as simple as you saying, like making eye contact with the barista and being mm-hmm. like, How are you today? Girl, you yes. Know what I mean? A thousand like, percent. It's the simplest things like that anybody can do for free. Mm-hmm. You know? Or something she has taught me too is to not not engage in negativity. So when someone is being rude to you or Perhaps when your kids are at a park or something of that nature and there's a rude kid and their mom is rude, teaching your kid to disengage. Like, you know, we want to go to a different park because I think a lot of times we feel like our power is lost in walking away. But that really is our power by not even allowing that energy into our life, not even engaging with it. Like you want some other stuff. The fact that you're outside being negative is already a red flag that like. I don't need to engage. Do you know what I mean? And that's hard, especially for someone like me, because I'd be like to teach somebody a lesson. But <laughs> that's why it's funny. It's funny as you're talking. I'm like, you be doing that for him? Bro, I have. I told you that I'm rebranding. But I'm rebranding myself. Well, I'm glad that we got here, though, because we had to talk about something difficult, which happens every fucking day, unfortunately. Every day. To get to, you know both our own little community but also remembering and recognizing like what we can do to give ourselves a little joy yeah watch tv (laughs) work out talk about it with your friends have sex in a closet oh do what brings you joy guys do what brings you joy and that's the mama's day that's it bye